In the last days, perilous times shall come. Men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, proud, unthankful, unholy. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. Nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and all these things are the beginning of sorrow. But see that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet, and he that shall endure shall be saved. Iniquity is destroying the family So turn to him, your one and only true God Keep moving it forward and hold tight to the iron rod Last day. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you, people of God, on this blessed Friday afternoon. Amen. want to come before you one more time and thus said the Lord, amen, to bring a word to you today, a time and a word, I pray, from uh, the Lord, amen, by the way of the Holy Spirit. This is Apostle Faye Hartfield from Atlanta, Georgia, with To Repair the Breach, Healing and Deliverance um, Ministries, amen. Just want to say thank you again for allowing me to come before you to bring a word to you, a timely word. Amen. From thus said the Lord. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we bless you and we thank you today, Lord God. We know that, Father God, we're living in times, Father God, that are uncertain. We're living in times right now that are very dangerous, Lord God. We're living in times, Father God, in the name of Jesus where people are desperate, Father God, in the name of Jesus, looking for answers, Father God. People, Father God, are going through so many traumatic experiences where they need comfort, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you right now, God. We pray to come, Lord Jesus, come. Father, but I pray in the name of Jesus, in the midst of all this chaos, Father God, we know that you're God. We know that you're the God of peace. I thank you so much for your love and for your kindness, for your grace and mercies. Father God, for your grace, Father God, is sufficient for us in our times of weakness. You said that our strength would be made perfect. I thank you, Lord God, for your mercy triumphs over judgment, Lord God. And Father God, we just give you the praise and we give you the glory and we give you the honor. I thank you for comforting families right now, Lord God, for children, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that have lost both parents, Father God, where one is taking the life of another. Father God, where people are so distraught, Father God, from distress, Lord God, that they're taking their own life, leaving children. God, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that in these last days, Father God, in the name of Jesus, you said perilous times will come and we see them, Lord. But God, I pray today that you, Jesus Christ, you are still the answer. You still come, Father God, at the back of our call. And you told us to be anxious for nothing, but through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving to make our request known to you. And that you would then give us peace that passes all understanding. So God, I thank you today for that peace. I thank you, Lord God, for the understanding that we have, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that you are the answer. God, we just give you praise today, God. We know that you can do anything but fail. We thank you that your word has gone out today through this prayer. And Father God, whoever it touches, Father God, wherever it touches, God, we pray that there will be comfort, that there will be healing, that there will be deliverance, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you for your blood that you shed on Calvary. Thank you for the cross, that we can look to the cross. Father God, look to the hills from which cometh our help, for our help comes from you. And we just want to give you all the praise, all the glory, and all of the honor. And we say amen and amen. First of all, I want to thank uh, WKBY 1080 for their diligence in making sure that all the broadcasts are going forth. I thank you for their hard work. I thank you for them staying faithful to the call no matter what. And God, I just thank you as I pray for them, amen, that you will strengthen each and every one of the employees through all of their tests and trials that they face, God, in the name of Jesus, but yet they continue to do the work of the Lord. So I thank God for you all. God bless you. Amen. Today our word is going to be coming from um, 2 Timothy First uh, Timothy and other scriptures as um, I go into the word of God. Amen. But 
I want to just start out with 2 Timothy chapter 3 and 1. Amen. And in that word of God, it's, it's, it's just very uh, clear, amen, to the signs and times that we're living in. We are looking at things uh, that are going on, killings taking place every day, senseless killings, plagues in the land, things that are just so uncertain, amen. Finances, are uh, wages are low, cost of living is high, gas prices are high, amen. And we can just continue on and on and on naming the things that we are facing and that we're going through. And people of God, unless you know the Lord, amen, hallelujah, these things could cause great distress in your life, amen. So in First Timothy, amen, I'm going to start read, reading from uh, chapter 3, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Second Timothy chapter 3, starting at the first verse. And it says, this know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. And people of God, perilous, what it means is that we're living in times right now that are full of danger. They are risky times. Amen. Very unsafe, hazardous, uncertain, difficult times. Amen. Desperate times, critical times, you know, we're living in a time that people are very vulnerable to what's going on around them, exposed to all sorts of evil and danger that uh, they have to face. And some of these things are problematic. Matter of fact, all of these things are problematic for people, saved and unsaved. Amen. So I just want to continue on in the reading. And it said, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boastful, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. I'm going to stop there. In these times that we're living in, uh, so many things are going on. And uh, the apostle uh, Paul, when he prophesied these things, or when he talked about those things, he was letting us know, um, even when to Timothy, that these are the times that we were going to be facing. And um, he also talked about um, times of uh, departing away from faith in the first uh, in First Timothy chapter four and one, where he says, "Now the Spirit speaketh expressly in the latter times or, or in the latter days, Amen, which we're in. Some shall so, some shall depart from the faith." giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy and having their conscience seared with a hot iron. People of God, this is what's going on in the world and in these last days that we're living in, um, both in Second Timothy 3 and 1 and also First Timothy 4, 1 and 2. 
the word of God is letting us know that the evil in the world, it is accelerating and it is becoming more intensified um, as we draw near to the coming of the, um, the second coming of the Lord. I thank God today because, you know, I can see with my natural eye as well as my spiritual eye that it is evident, amen, uh, that there is a collapse of moral structure of the family. And we see that happening because in the word of God, it says without natural affection. We see where parents are abandoning their children. Mothers are killing their children. Fathers are killing their children. Children are not being taught or raised up in the admonition of the Lord. And so there's a decline and a moral collapse in the structure of the family. You know, the Bible clearly tells us that there should be uh, a husband and a wife, a father and a mother, a man and a woman. Amen. And rearing up children and bringing them up in the admonition of the Lord. We don't see this anymore. We see one parent homes and we see children that are being left, children that are being um, sold for drugs and for sex and for all different types of reason. Amen. There is a definite collapse in the moral structure of the family. Amen. Um, and this is very uh, serious in the declining of our society. Amen. The moral decline has gone down in our society. Last week's message, God gave me two words, debauchery and decadence. Amen. And that means um, a decline from a high, <clears throat> excuse me, from a high standard to a low standard of living. Amen. And because uh, as a society of whole, we have turned to say that which is evil is good and that which is good is evil. Amen. People are arrogant. People are lovers of pleasure. Amen. Huh? More than lovers of God. And having a form of godliness, but they deny the power of God. And the Bible tells us from such turn away. Amen. And I want to talk not about the world in that uh, respect of those where it says lovers of themselves more than lovers of God and having a form of godliness, but denying the, the power thereof. I'm talking about Christians that are professing to be Christians and appearing to be religious or to have a relationship with God. But these people, they do not uh, manifest God's power that can save them from sin and from selfishness and from immorality. And the Bible says some people tolerate immorality within the churches. You know, leaders are, are, are allowing immorality in the church and they're tolerating the people that does this thing. They're having a form of God and they appear God. They come to church. Oh, uh, uh, I'm blessed and highly favored and I'm blessed. And all of these words that they speak out of their mouth, but yet they're not living a holy lifestyle. And even as the songwriter says, holiness is what I long for. Righteousness is what we need. This is what God wants from us, people of God. And so people that are uh, living in sin and leaders that are 
tolerating immorality within the church and in the lives of people. And they're teaching people that they could practice these types of sin that, that has been listed here, amen, in in Second Timothy, and yet inherit salvation and the kingdom of God. And that's a contradictory to what the word of God is saying, people of God, you know. What we must realize is that the full blessing of salvation in Christ Jesus, it has to come from a repentant heart, a heart that is repentant of the sin, a heart that has said to the Lord, you know, I renounce the sin. I renounce those things that are not pleasing to you. I renounce the lifestyle that is not pleasing to you. And I come to you um, with repentance in my heart, just like in the book of Acts in chapter 3 and 19, it says, repent, be converted. Be converted, people of God. This is what is going to cause the full blessings of salvation in Christ to come to us in this end time. That we have got to repent, be converted, so that God can blot, so that Jesus can blot out our sins in the time of refreshing. Amen. And this is why in this, in the end times, amen, that we're living in, even though the times are perilous. It says in the last days, there are perilous times. Also in the last days, there's going to be an outpouring of the Holy Spirit that are going to come to, to those that are truly committed and those that have a passion for Jesus and those that long for his return uh, and, and, and that are the bride of Christ. We are the ones that are going to usher in the spirit of God, as it is talking about in Joel, loyalty to Christ, to his truth and to his righteousness and his holy standard. That is a prerequisite. Amen. And that is a requirement for us in the name of Jesus to be endowed with more of his grace, more of his power, more of his spirit. Amen. And that's why in Zacharias, Zechariah, it said, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, said the Lord. We can't do it by ourselves, people. We've got to have the power of God. We've got to have an empowering and an outpouring of the Holy Spirit in order for us to get this right. Amen. This is why we've got to stand fast, we've got to hold fast, and we've got to keep the faith until the end. We've got to endure to the end. The Bible says keep the faith to the end so that you can be saved. And we cannot give in to the many voices and, and, and that are speaking to us to conform to this world. We have on the news media, we have all sorts of politicians, we have all sorts of laws, we have all sorts of people, the people in Hollywood, and 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 they're not living their lives according to the word of God. And they're trying to live lives and make that a structure for us, which we have the Bible, which is the biblical instruction before leaving this earth that we have to follow that contradicts what the world is saying. So people of God, we cannot listen to all of the voices that are calling us to conform to this world. Romans 12 and 1 clearly tells us, I beseech thee, brethren, by the mercies of God, that we present our bodies to the Lord as a living sacrifice, holy, holy people of God, holy and acceptable, for this is our reasonable service. 
And then in Romans 12 and 2, it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And people, we've got to renew our mind so that we can do the will of God. Even in John, 1 John 2, 15, it says, love not this world, nor anything that's in it. This is why we are in the times that we are in, where it says in the last days, perilous times are going to come. We see all sorts of evil and people are calling that which is evil right and uh, uh, that which is right wrong. So we have got to realize, people of God, we've not and we cannot lay aside the scriptural truth that has been given to us in the Bible. Amen. And even in the scripture, it said all that would live godly in Christ Jesus, that we're going to suffer persecution. And that comes from living in the perilous times that we're living in right now. You know, and I I, I read when I was reading the scripture and it said in the last days perilous times shall come i want to tell you people of god they have come and they are here now amen the persecution that will come amen because of our godly standards and our commitment to live holy and righteous amen we've got to do it without compromise you know we're going to be rejected (laughs) by the evil society of this world We're going to be ridiculed and scorned because of the godly stance that we take against the evil and and, uh, the perverseness that is in our generation. We're going to suffer persecution because of our faithfulness and our commitment to live holy and to live in a godly manner. And so, people of God, as we are in these last days, we have to realize, amen, that we have got to stand. We have got to hold on. We cannot conform to this world. We could not conform to the things that are in this world. Amen. As I was reading earlier, and I said in 1 Timothy 4, it says, some are going to depart from faith and give heed to seducing spirits and to doctrines of devil, speaking lies and hypocrisy and having their consciences seared with a hot iron. That's mean that in the last days, there's going to be a great falling away, people of God. We see it. Amen. We see people falling from faith and from the scriptural truth. There are going to be ministers in the church. Amen. Hallelujah. People of God, hear me today. Hear me in this word. There are going to be ministers in the church who will appear highly gifted and mightily anointed by God. They may accomplish great things for God. They may preach the gospel truth, amen, effectively, but they will depart from the faith and gradually turn to seducing spirits and false doctrines because they fail to love the truth, amen. And it says because of their formal anointing and the zeal for God, they're going to mislead a whole lot of people, amen. And this is why, people of God, we've got to love the truth. Amen. We've got to love God's truth. We've got to love the Lord so much that we will not compromise when we hear words or when we see things that are not lining up with God's word. Amen. It says, because many believers will fail to love the truth, they will begin to fall away from the faith. Amen. 
because they failed to resist the evil trends of this world and start to conform to it, there will be a great falling away as we see happening even right now, people of God. Amen. But I want to tell you something. Even though we see all of this, even though it looks like the perilous times are coming, I mean, are here, it, and it looks like there's no hope, it looks like uh, we, we are not going to be able to make it, but there is hope, people of God, against the evil that is in these perilous times, amen, that we are in. We're in them, but there's hope, amen. And we must keep that fervent love for Jesus. Amen. We have to keep on loving him. We've got to keep on looking to him. We've got to keep calling upon him and we've got to keep trusting him. Amen. Because let me tell you something. The truth, amen, is that Jesus loved us and that he gave his life for us. He died for us while we were yet sinners. Amen. So that we would have a right to the tree of life. Amen. So this is why we have got to be utterly loyal to God, utterly loyal to the Lord Jesus Christ and obedient people of God to the leading and guidance of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want to go back and talk to you in the book of Joel. Amen. It says, blow the trumpet in Zion. Amen. Hallelujah. When you hear the trumpet sound, amen. Listen, people of God, listen, listen. The reason why it says listen, because in the book of Joel, it's talking about sound the alarm in my holy mountain. Amen. And let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand. Joel 2 and 2, it says a day of darkness and gloom, gloomliness, a day of clouds and of thick darkness as the morning spread upon the mountains. A great people and strong, there has been, there has not ever been the like, neither shall there be any more after it, even to the years of many generations. Amen. When the prophet Joel was given this warning, amen, and he was referring to the darkness and gloomliness as symbols of judgment and destruction. What our response to that should be is that we should have a reverence for the Lord, that we will begin to have fear of the Lord, amen, with trembling and a contrite heart, people of God. This is why the word of God has to go forth. God is calling us as the uh, as as the prophet Joel did. He's calling us to repentance, amen. And I'm going to read from the 12th verse, amen, to the 17th verse. It says, Therefore also know, said the Lord, turn ye even to me with all of your heart, amen, with fasting and with weeping and with mourning, amen. People of God, we've got to turn to God. We've got to turn back to the Lord with all of our hearts, amen, because so much is going on, so much is happening, amen. And then he says, and rent your hearts, not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious, amen, and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and repented him of the evil. Who knoweth if he will return and repent and leave a blessing behind, even a meat offering and a drink offering unto the Lord your God? 
blow the trumpet in Zion, sanctify a fast, call a solemn assembly. Amen. And this is what we, the, the leaders have got to do. We've got to blow that trumpet. Amen. We've got to sound the alarm, people of God. We've got to sanctify a fast and we've got to call the people back to God for a solemn assembly. It said, gather the people, sanctify the congregation. Amen. How do we sanctify the congregation? We have got to preach holiness and righteousness. We've got to uh, let the people know that fornication, adultery, and all of these sins, lasciviousness, amen, and all of the things that are turning grace into lasciviousness, Amen. All these things that are an abomination to the Lord, we've got to preach about it. We've got to let the people know what is causing them to fall away from God and to causing God's anger to be toward his people. Amen. He loves the Lord. And the Bible says, love what I love and hate what I hate. Amen. He said, assemble the elders, get the elders together, gather the children and those that suck the breast. Let the bridegroom come forth. Let Jesus come forth out of his chamber. Amen. And the bride out of her closet. Amen. We are the bride of Christ, people of God, and everything else is coming out but us. We need to come out of the closet. Amen. We need to step up. We need to do that which God has called us to be. We need to live our lives according to the way that the scripture has, has designed for us and given for us to live. Amen. It said, let the priests, let the ministers of the Lord weep between the porch and the altar and let them say, spare thy people, O Lord, and give not thy heritage to reproach that the heathen should rule over them. Wherefore should, wherefore should they say among the people, where is their God? We hear this now. Amen. I had an incident where a young lady called me and she was very hysterical. Amen. And I just met this young lady and she was saying, I don't know who else to call. I don't know who else to call. And during her dilemma, amen, her stepfather had shot and killed her mother and then turned around and killed himself. There's a young girl <laughs> that is crying, that is trying to believe that just gave her heart to God saying, where is God? Why did he let this happen? People of God, it's not God. It's the times that we're living in. It's the lifestyles that we're living. And so people of God, we have got to stand up on what God's word says. And God is calling for us to repent Repent, turn from our wicked ways, call upon his name and, and humble ourselves, people of God. And so this is why we've got to do this thing the way that God says to do it. Second Chronicles 7 and 14, it says, If my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways and pray, he said, then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sin, people of God. So I'm crying out with the people in the land today. And when deliverance, deliverance, when it comes, it's going to come when the people repent. In the 18th verse, it says, Then will the Lord be zealous for his land and pity his people. Yea, the Lord will answer and say unto his people, Behold, 
I will send you corn and wine and oil, and you shall be satisfied therewith. Amen. Hallelujah. And I will no more make you a reproach among the heathen, but I will remove far off from you the northern army, and I will drive him into a land barren and desolate with his face toward the east sea and his hinder parts toward the utmost sea and his stink shall come up and his ill savor come up because he has done great things. Fear not, O land, and be glad and rejoice for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, you beast of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring, for the tree beareth her fruit, for the fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain, people of God, moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. And the floors shall be full of wheat, and the vats shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you, this is what the Lord is saying, and I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten, the canker worm, the caterpillar, and the palmer worm, and my great army which I sent among you. And you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God that has dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed. And you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord, your God and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. This is the hope that we have people of God. When we repent, when we cry out to God, when we call upon him. So in the last days, in First Timothy 3 and 1, it says perilous times are going to come. Amen. Hallelujah. But then in the book of Joel, it said, And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit, my spirit, the spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. The spirit of the Lord, people of God, the spirit of the Lord, he says, and I will pour it out upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters are going to prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days, will I pour out my spirit and I will show wonders in the heaven and in the earth and blood and fire and the pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and terrible day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass, people of God, hear me today, that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance. And the Lord has said, as the Lord has said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. People of God, I want you to know that God is speaking here, that this is the hope that we have, that even in the last days, there's going to be a great outpouring of God's spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit does not want any of us to be lost. Amen. And so as the world is getting more evil, 
God is calling for a greater repentance among his people, among those that desire to be saved. God is calling for us, the ministers, amen, and the church leaders. When we see this hurt, when we see the devastation of the last days, when we see all of what's going on, God is calling for us, people of God, that we should lead the way in turning to God. Amen. If we have evil in our lives, amen. If we have wickedness in our lives, if we're doing things that is not lined up with the word, we should be the first ones to lead in repentance so that the people can see that God's spirit is still in the land and at work. Amen. We should be the ones that lead the way uh, in, in a broken and contrite heart, weeping, before God with prayer, amen, with the intensity to expect God to intercede earnestly for us and for the people and for us to pray for them that God will spare us. Even the word of God says that he will do that only when we turn from our wicked ways, amen. We must plead night and day, people of God, ministers of God, leaders of God. We must plead night and day for the outpouring, amen, of his favor. We need to plead for God to pour out his spirit, amen, so that the people can be be renewed for the times, amen, to change. And we have got to do this because we are in the last days, amen. And just like the word of God, it says, and it said, then the Lord, he said, he will be jealous for his land and pity his people. Amen. This is why God is telling us, according to Second Chronicles, amen. He, God will hear from heaven, amen. He will heal the land. He will pour out his blessings, amen. But God wants to hear humble prayers. He wants to see the humility of his people. He wants to see us turn from the wickedness of our ways. He wants to see the sincerity in our heart so that he can bring revival into the land again, people of God. Hallelujah. I'm just thanking God for the hope that we have, the the power that we have. We just celebrated uh, Pentecost Sunday on this past Sunday. Amen. When the beginning of the last days started, when God, when Jesus had ascended up to heaven and he told his disciples to wait for the promise. Amen. And after 50 days, that promise came, the day of Pentecost, when Jesus came, um, when the Holy Spirit came and, 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 and filled them and endued them with power on high so that they can be witnesses of the cross so that they can be witnesses and go out and preach the gospel. People of God, we have got to, amen, do as the word says, amen. Repent, repent. Be converted, be converted so that God can blot out your sins. Amen. All of the prophets of old, each one of them had a message of repentance. And we today as prophets, we should still be declaring to the people that we need to repent. It is the only way that things are going to turn around people of God, is when we repent and turn from the wickedness of our ways. Amen. And so that the kingdom of God can be realized in the midst of us. Amen. Father, we thank you and we praise you today, Lord God. 
that we're living in the times, Father God, where perilous times are here. And Father, I just pray that all of the wickedness of the wicked shall come to an end. Because you said, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that you will, you hate the wickedness and that it will come to an end. Father, we're crying out to you, Lord God, to intercede on behalf of your people. We're crying out to you, Lord God, to come back into the land, to take your abode in the land, to take your abode in the hearts of the people, to take your abode, Father God, in the home. Lord, we pray for the Holy Spirit just to manifest himself in the midst of the church. Every gathering all over the world, Father God, in every continent, in every nation, in every place where there is worship, God, we pray for you to take your abode. We pray that you will come back. We need that new anointing. We need the power of God to work through us and in us, Father God. We need you, Lord God, to show us, Father God, how to live holy. We need you to be that holy and righteous standard within us, God, so that we can carry out your plan of holiness and righteousness. God, we thank you. This is my plea today, God. I plead for the body of Christ. I plead for the world today. That God, have your way, Father, in this earth. Have your way, Jesus. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way, Lord. I pray today, God, in the name of Jesus, that the great outpouring of your spirit would be upon us, your sons and your daughters. That, God, we will, we will, Father God, prophesy in your name. That your young men will dream dreams, your old men will see visions. God, I pray today, God, in the name of Jesus, for a transference of power from the wicked back to the righteous. I pray that the kingdom of God will come, that your will will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Oh, God, I'm praying right now, God, in the name of Jesus, for holiness and righteousness, God. That's what you long for. And God, we just give you the praise and we give you the glory and we give you the honor in Jesus' name. And Father, if there's anyone, according to the word of God, and that whosoever shall call upon the Lord Jesus Christ, that they shall be saved. Save them today, Lord God. For those that ask, what must I do to be saved? Father God, as they confess their sins and they confess their faults and they believe that you, Jesus Christ, is the Lord and Savior that gave your life, that went to Calvary, died, and rose again on the third day, and that you will come into their hearts just for the asking. God, I pray for those to be saved today in Jesus' name. I pray for those that are backsliders, for those that are in a place, Father God, where they have compromised their holy standard of living and righteousness and that they're living in a lukewarm state or in a backslidden state, Father God, I pray that they will come and say, Lord, forgive me and 
turn from their wicked ways and back to you, that you will forgive them, Lord. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that our land be healed, Father God, and that you, Father God, will hear from heaven and forgive all our sins. I thank you, Father, for the promises that you made. And I thank you, Lord God, for the action of your people that they will take in order for these promises to be fulfilled. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. God bless you, people of God. Thank you for allowing me to come before you today. In the name of Jesus, by the way of the Holy Spirit, and giving God the praise and the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a blessed and wonderful, wonderful weekend. Go in the peace of God, the blessings of God. Let your light so shine that men will see the good works that you do. But our Father in heaven, amen, let him receive his glory. Amen. God bless you and have a blessed, blessed, blessed weekend. Amen. Trust